Buenos dias from Gracia. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 4th of January 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Yesterday, news hit that surprise, surprise, after all the talk of rule of law and constitutional crisis, the Partido Popular, or Pepe, met with Junts in August, immediately after the election, to explore an amnesty pact before Fejo's investiture. Two representatives from Genoa met with two members of Pigdemont's party in a private room in a hotel in Barcelona. No deal was reached, so they immediately started yelling about how horrifying it was that Sanchez sought a deal. Of course. On to 2024, residents will have to pay a little more for electricity. VAT on all electricity contracts will double from 5 to 10 percent, much less than the 21 percent increase in the autumn of 2022 and electricity costs were at an all-time high. After pushing from Brussels, Spain will recalculate the voluntary price for the small consumer or a PVPC tariff using a more regulated method. Till recently, the electricity bill was based entirely on the daily auction of the Iberian energy market operator, where all electricity companies took part. But as of this Monday, the first things have changed. Now, 75% of the bill will depend on this spot market, and the remaining 25% will be determined by futures contracts, which are more stable and predictable, though a teensy bit more expensive. By regulating the PVPC tariff, Spain hopes to make it more stable, even if it means a little bit pricier. Still on electricity, according to Endesa, the Spanish utility company, households could save a few euros using electrical appliances during off-peak or flat rate hours. Off-peak hours include weekdays from midnight to 8 a.m., all day on weekends and public holiday. Flat rate hours are from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., and 10 p.m. to midnight on weekdays. So, avoid electricity-guzzling appliances like clothes washers and dishwashers between the highest peak hours, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Meanwhile, Jenny Hermoso, the professional athlete who played in the women's national football team and made headlines after receiving a non-consensual kiss during Spain's World Cup win, has been gathering accolades. She currently is in ongoing legal proceedings in a sexual assault case against Luis Rubiales, the ousted Spanish Football Federation boss, but she's not letting that stop her. The Financial Times named her one of the world's 25 most influential women in 2023 because of her fight for justice and change for women in sports. We've got a new year and a new workforce. Millions of unpaid work internships will begin on the 1st of January. However, unlike other years as part of the pension reform, student internships will count as time worked towards future retirement benefiting around 1 million intern students, helping them gain experience while chipping into their future retirement contributions. Paid interns have already been contributing to Social Security since 2011. Still, some universities aren't so excited about the new reforms. There are concerns over who will fund the cost. Social Security will cover 95%, but universities may need to bear the remaining 5%, which they say will put pressure on their finances. Moving on to the capital, Madrid City Council begins the new year with changes to mobility around town. From Monday, the 1st of January, vehicles without an environmental label or A vehicles will be fined for traveling around the city and the M30 circular motorway that circles the town's central districts. Bithi Mud, the city's public electric bicycle service, will remain free for users making short 30-minute journeys or less until the end of January. However, in February, Bithi Mud will be scrapping the annual 25 euro sign-up payment. Instead, the service will have a 10 euro monthly fee for unlimited trips. Many COVID terraces will also be scrapped, not just in the capital. May 20th, during the de-escalation after confinement, authorities 
initiated COVID-19 terraces to assist struggling restaurants. These outdoor alternatives allowed customers to eat out, enabling establishments to overcome capacity restrictions by making makeshift terraces on roads and in parking spaces. Now people with cars are complaining about the reduced parking. So starting in January, the majority of the COVID-19 terraces will be removed in the capital, leaving around 700 authorized terraces. According to news outlets, in May 2022, there were about 6,000 terraces in the city. Around 5,000 of these were set up during COVID. Deputy Mayor for Urban Planning in Barcelona says that the Catalan capital has already regularized around 500 of these terraces, meaning they are staying put. However, around 1,000 have already been taken down. Next up, the government is considering denouncing New Year's Eve events near Fedath Street since the executive considers them a hate crime. Revuelta, which Vox supports and promotes, is the organization behind the recent amnesty protest on Ferraz Street near the Pessoa headquarters. In its latest anti-Pessoa drive, Revuelta decided to hang up a doll representing Pedro Sanchez, the president and leader of Pessoa, and proceed to hit and shake the figure. The video is then posted on social media and receives significant backlash. It is seen as a reenactment of a recent statement made by Santiago Abascal, Vox's leader, who implied that Sanchez would be hanging by his feet over his party's decision, comment that Abascal later apologized for. In response, Pesoy announced that it would file a lawsuit against the Vox leader. Carmen Valero, Spain's first female Olympic athlete and double cross-country world champion in 1976 and 1977, died on Tuesday, the 2nd of January, after suffering a stroke last week. During an interview with news agency EFE in 2019, she recalled that she faced a lot of criticism and barriers from the Spanish Sports Federation and coaches during her career because women in athletics weren't treated very well or taken very seriously. Valero continuously fought for her position in Spanish athletics. Following a remark by a duty manager just before her inaugural World Cup win in 1976, who said that women only possessed big bums and busts, she clinched victory and just before crossing the finish line, delivered a sarcastic response, said to the duty manager, quote, so Spanish women are big assed and busty, right? End quote. Continuing with sports, another national treasure made news this week. Mallorcan tennis player Rafael Nadal announced his return to the sport, announcing he would play at the Australian Open and Brisbane International in 2024. After a break due to injuries, the 37-year-old returned on Sunday the 31st alongside fellow Spaniard Marc Lopez. Nadal was warmly welcomed with Spanish flags and support, as many were excited to see him back on the court. Moving to a different kind of court. Barcelona City Council imposed a fine of 420,000 euros on a family of property owners for consistently renting out on Booking.com and Airbnb 14 apartments as tourist accommodations without licenses. The building located in the old city, or Ciutat Vela, belongs to repeat offenders. Since 2015, individuals renting out tourist properties must obtain a license and meet specific requirements, including being fully furnished and having a Catalan tourism registered number, which must be displayed inside the property. To address the shortage of affordable housing, partly caused by the unauthorized tourist properties, Barcelona City Council has implemented an online search tool for residents and tourists to check the legality of accommodation. To know more, follow the link in the show notes. And finally, quick note, festive season isn't over yet in Spain. It's Three Kings Day, or Dia de los Reyes Magos, or Epiphany is on Saturday, the 6th of January, with a lot of people going on Friday night, the night before seeing the processions. Families celebrate with fireworks, kava, family lunches, and 
Rascón de Reyes, a large circular brioche-like cake with a hole in the middle, traditionally decorated with fruit and nuts. It's a tradition to hide a small figurine inside. Whoever finds it has to make or buy the cake the following year. Want to make your own? Link to a Roscon de Reyes recipe in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Happy New Year from the Rorschach family. These are our wishes for 2024. One, that you tell your friends about this update. Two, nope, that's it. Remember, you can help us financially with the link in the show notes. Hasta la próxima. 